Praise the Lord, my fellow brothers and sisters. It's another wonderful opportunity that God has given us to share in the power of his word. It has been an exciting week as we have been looking into the topic of the praise of doubt, Christian and doubt, and how many times we get ourselves colored by doubting, and we reach a point where we may light ourselves off thinking that God is finished up with us because we are doubting. That has been our topic the whole of this week. And I am so sure that God has spoken to you. God has been encouraging you. We started this discussion on Monday where we saw or we have learned a number of things. Uh, point number one is that we need to speak our doubts. When Peter was walking in water and he was almost sinking, he did not try to build faith around it. He, he told the Lord Jesus his fears. He confessed his fears. Lord, I am perishing. Save me. And let me tell you that the Lord stretched out his hand he touched Peter and healed him and was able to reverse what appeared to be, uh, to, to be a very horrible situation. God came through for Peter. We also say that we also saw that it is important for us to surrender our doubts to God. And uh, doubt is better spoken than just trying to act with what I would call foolish faith. It is Jeroboam going to God, not Jeroboam, King Jehoshaphat going to God and telling God, I do not have power against this army, but my eyes are on you. And let me tell you, God in a perfect faithfulness saved King Jehoshaphat together with all Israel. It is very good for us to confess what it is that we are feeling. Then there is also the question of the apostles awakening Jesus in the boat and asking him, don't you care we are perishing? They know that this is the Lord of life who is together with them in the boat. Let me tell you, there are so many issues that will happen to us even as we journey with the Lord. And when doubts knock on our door, the best thing we can do is to go to the Lord and ask the Lord, don't you care that we are perishing? Don't you care that we are getting overwhelmed? By this, and let me tell you, God will always come through for us and help us. And of course, we also saw that many times when God promises us things, they take time, and we might find ourselves doubting will God really finish what He has started? Let me tell you that when you take a medicine, the effect is not immediate, it takes time. You can be so sure that if the Lord has given your word at one point or another, He will fulfill it, He will do it because he is faithful. And we also saw that God finishes what he starts. That was our topic yesterday. When God gives an assignment, he does not leave it undone. He does not leave it stalled. God always finishes his project. I don't know what it is that God promised you, and you are wondering, will God ever do it? I don't know what it is. It has a lot of issues, or a lot of problems, and you wonder whether you will make it to the other side. God always finishes his projects. And I am here to assure you, my brother and my sister, that he who started the good work in you will surely carry it into completion in the day of the Lord Jesus. And that is the confidence we have in trusting and walking with God. And today I want us to look at the environment that we find ourselves in. 
because many times the environment also prays a lot in causing us to doubt God's faithfulness. If you surround yourself with a doubtful people, I can assure you, my brother, my sister, you will find yourself doubting. But if you surround yourself with the people who speak faith, with the people who believe in the possibilities that you believe in, let me tell you that it will be possible for you to live and see the realization of these possibilities. I am reminded of Jesus when he went together with the temple chieftain called Jairus to lace his daughter who was sick but unfortunately had died as Jesus was going to the house. And let me tell you the scripture says, when he reached the house, he only walked with the people who was who were able to speak the same language like him. If you would allow me to read from the book of Mark chapter 5 and from verse 7, this is what the scripture says. He did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of uh, James. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw a commotion with the people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, Why all this commotion and wailing? This child is not dead, but asleep. But they laughed at him. After he put them all out, he took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with him and went in where the child was. Jesus realized that as much as there were people who were naysayers, as much as there are people who are saying this is impossible, that child is dead, he cannot come back to life, this can never be realized. It was difficult. The environment was hostile for was hostile for the miracle to be born. And let me tell you, my brother and my sister, there are issues that you are trusting God for. There are interventions that you believe that one day, one time, God will surely make them happen. For this to be realized, you need to surround yourself with the people who confess the same thing as you do. You need to surround yourself with the people who can speak the same faith as you do. You cannot walk with the naysayers and achieve positive results in the things that you are trusting God for. You need to learn with walk with the people who believe in the same things that you believe. The environment you are in, it actually dictates whether the things that you are trusting God for will be realized or they will take time. Jesus did not allow the people who never believed that the miracle could be realized to get into the house. He took the parents and his disciples and every person who was laughing or, or, or causing panic, he drove them out. That is what the scripture tells us. Who might you need to remove in your circle today? Who might you need to, connect, to, to disconnect with because they don't believe the same things that you believe in? Who might you need to throw out so that uh, the, your miracle, the things that you are trusting God for, can be realized. Remember the environment that you are in. It plays a big role in determining whether the things that you are trusting God for will be realized. If we want to kick doubt out of our lives, we must as well learn to walk with the people who speak the same language as we do. I am grateful that you joined me the whole of this week in this particular sharing. It is my prayer that it has been, uh, quite, uh, been quite helpful to you. And it is my prayer that you will put it into practice, even as you battle with a giant of doubt and realize the things that God has promised you. Let us pray together. Our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus, we are grateful because of the encouragement that we draw from your word. 
and you have been speaking to us about doubting as believers. And today you have reminded us that we need to create an environment where the things we are trusting you for can be realized. And I pray for my brother and my sister who have been trusting you for certain breakthroughs in their lives, but they have surrounded them themselves with the people who tell them it cannot be realized. And I pray that in the name of Jesus, you will help them to walk with the people who believe in the possibilities of the things that they are trusting you for. Thank you because of speaking to us and encouraging us through your word. May you carry us through the whole of this day. May you give us victory today and indeed the whole of this weekend that we may see the leeches of your grace, love and mercy, carry us through. We love you and we celebrate you for this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you once again for joining me. Remember, it can be realized. If you believe it and you are trusting God for it, surround yourself with the people who believe the same. God bless you and have yourself a fantastic day ahead. Thank you.